Tell your DJ set it off. Come on, Don, 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 Don. Tell your DJ set it off. He look like real takes out. NOS is used to real war. Tell your DJ set it off. Calm down, Donnie. This is lyrical war. It's not real war. Y'all not even at home. Y'all go first. Y'all not at home. Y'all niggas say they home, nigga. We at home. Y'all go first, nigga. Still from Juice Face, what is happening, my brother? My guy, what's the word? What's the word? Not a whole lot, man. Uh, you didn't hear this part of the uh, pod, but when you listen back, you're going to hear what led us into it and what's going to primarily be the bulk of our combo. It was the intro to the verses where Cam was telling the locks to go first and Jada mm. responds, you live in Miami, tech drop that. That's what brought us mm. in. That's where we are. That's where we are? That's where we are. And uh, my main man, Tal, welcome back. Appreciate you having me again, brother. You already know. I'm not going to call you a guest because you're family at this point. And... They, they usually say family is, you don't choose your family, you choose your friends. But I will have to say, and this pandemic, um, from the start to now, we kind of chose a tight-knit group of people that I want to consider family. So you're part of that tight-knit group, sir. And No, absolutely. And I appreciate you saying that, man. It's, it's like, it's, it's it's like it's like our own little version of the Fast and Furious or something. You know what I mean? We, <laughs> we got we got our we got our own Vin Diesel family over here right now. You know what I mean? Uh, my guy Dom Toretto over here. No, that is a but, fact. Uh, I wanted to have you up here as one of <sighs> I'm gonna say the primary Pele Pele wearing. American flag. Oh, so this, this is a sneak attack. Having... I see. I see what's no, going not, on now. No, it's not. It's not, that, it's not see, a sneak attack. Before... <laughs> it's not a sneak attack. Because before, sneak attack. before, uh, up until now, I was wondering like what the topic was going to be because you didn't really tell me. So no, no, you know no. What I mean, I, I, like I, now, I now, I see what it is. Sneak attack. I don't give. Okay. I don't give anybody a fair warning, attack. but it's not a sneak attack. This is us okay. dissecting um, the verses of last week in its entirety, and that's coming from. I want to come from a perspective of people having done multiple verses. So yeah. that's why when I said mm-hmm. you were the perfect person to speak to about this, mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with um, the people pertaining. Well, we're going to take more so of the Skip and Shannon, the Max and um, Stephen A approach and dissect this thing from the inside out. But I love it. I, just, I love it. it. It was just added, added ammunition that, not to say you had a horse in the race, but you actually cared about who would be the victor. 
in this race because of your personal preferences or whatever have you. And that's nothing for you to be shot down at. Oh, no, I don't feel a way. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel a way. I definitely, um, yeah, I definitely was going for the dips. You know what I mean? I definitely, I love and respect both groups. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I love the locks. I respect the locks for sure. Um, way more now than I did about a week ago. But uh, that's the whole world right now. That's not just you. That's the whole yeah, world. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I've sure. seen people that have never been uh, locks fans or fans of hip hop uh, screaming, oh, locks is the best group, blah, blah, blah. But we'll, we'll get to yeah, that. People, people, are, people are saying, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that because people are jumping out the window off of this. And another yeah. thing I just want to add to what I did, what I just said. Um, yeah, my respect for them has definitely grown within the last week, but yet and still, I still really feel like Jada Kiss did all the heavy lifting and was really responsible for 90% of that victory. So in a listen, way- Listen, a way, we're gonna I, dissect I, I mean, every single thing. Okay, all right, so let's get into it. Let's get into we're it. We're gonna I'm dissect every single it. thing. Before we get to what happened last week, I'm sure, cause I've been in multiple groups with you. I've even posted multiple things and asked people who they chose. If you ask them this week, a lot of people will retract and be like, oh, nah, I was the locks the whole time. And no, nah. mm -hmm. um, I'm one of the people that I didn't choose a side. But when someone mentioned to me on, the other, uh, on another podcast, oh, the locks are going to mop these boys up, I started playing dip sets, a dip set song. They're like, oh, nah, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Because my thing was, mm -hmm. whenever someone says someone's going to get washed, my main focus is to prove that the other person has hits that can contend. That it's right. not going to be a complete like 3-0 in terms of battle rap or somebody getting murdered. But right. so that's what I was doing on Dipset's account last week. I was playing all the, 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 the dip songs that I'm like, yo, if these joints ring off in the speakers, it's going to be a problem, et cetera, et cetera. Now, right. from the top of the pod to now. With Jada's intro. Yeah, let's start there. Cam saying, y'all not even at home. We're home. Uh, we live here. Y'all go first. Mm -hmm. And then Jada responding with, Cam, you live in Miami. And then dropping FU is the record to start off with. Yeah. Did before you look at that before before, I, not to cut you off, but before we even get into the record, when Cam said that, I, I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, here we go. This is this, this is the, can I curse or not? You, fam, this is, feel at home. Do whatever you want. All right, so, so I'm thinking this is the shit talking Cam I'm waiting for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he came out the gate with that. So I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I thought I, I thought I knew where it was gonna go. You know what I mean? Like I thought I knew where it was going. Um. Kiss said that, which was like a great rebuttal. But then nobody talked about this, and this might sound crazy, no homo pause. But um, after Kiss said that, he bent down and sold crack to everybody in the arena and everybody on IG. I know nobody's mentioned that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's mentioned that. And, and, and I don't want you to go back and watch the videotape because that sounds crazy. But that's a fact. He bent over and was like, "Hey, yo." You know what I mean? So I'm thinking <laughs> off of off of Cam's first statement, 
and then Kiss making a joke he made, but then not realizing that his whole ass was out. I was like, yeah, I, I felt confident, but then they dropped fuck you. And I was like, that was a great way to start. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they set the tone with that. So I thought that was a, I thought that was a really smart um, opening record choice for sure. Now you've been in these multiple times and you are Mr. I don't need a coin toss. I'm going first every single mm -hmm. time. Yeah. You know how I give it up. When that happened, did you think that was to the advantage of dips or the advantage of the locks? When what happened? When when they when Cam when Cam, when Cam made them go first? Yeah. Um, I feel like I like you said, I when we do what we do in our Zoom battles, generally I like to go first because I, I like to um I don't really want to give up why I like to go first, but I like to go first. Most people yeah. feel more comfortable going second. It's, it's a lot easier to go second. You know what I mean? A lot of people feel more comfortable in that role. I like to apply pressure. So I feel like by them playing that record first, they was definitely applying the pressure that needed to be applied. They came out the gate strong. They had the crowd immediately with that record. Now, the flip side to that is the record that the Dips chose to counter with took all the energy out the room and they lost the crowd immediately when they played that record. They played I'm Ready. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is a big record, which is a big record. And, 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 and it has, you know what I'm saying? A lot of pe people love that record and it has, a, you know what I'm saying? But in that moment, it wasn't appropriate. It's, it's a different tempo. It's, it doesn't match um, the energy that, that the locks was coming with. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, like, that, that, them going first and playing that record first definitely set the tone of what was about to happen. Me personally, I, I would have played something completely different if I was if I was Dipset DJ, but that's just me. What would you have counted with? I'm not going to do this. I would I would have counted with I would have counted I would have counted with Dipset Anthem. I would have I would have came out the gate with Dipset Anthem. Off of that, the the energy is right there with it. You know what I'm saying? The energy is right there with it. And the song is called Dipset Anthem. What better way to start? People compare Dipset Anthem to the National Anthem in a joking way. You know what I mean? What better way to kick it off after they play Fuck You with Dipset Anthem? I heard other people talk about this. And Cam got an old record called Fuck You. And people were talking about they should have counted that with that. That definitely wouldn't have worked. So whoever's listening to this, that would have been a bad choice as well. Because that's, like <laughs> that's like a skit. That's, like, that's almost like an interlude. That's not even a song. You know what I mean? Fuck You was a legendary locks record. Everybody knows that record. So, yeah, me personally, I would have, I would have, because they, I'm telling you, after after they played that and then the dip set played I'm Ready, they lost the crowd right there. Round one, it was already the beginning of the end because people was already kind of checked out, like, oh, this is what they're coming with. And then the way they performed it too was corny. You know what I mean? Like, they should have did dip set anthem out the gate. That's, that's what I would have done. Can I tell you where, um, from looking at this and watching the, the, the warm-up DJ say it was D-Block versus the Locks and all of that foolishness, my thing <laughs> was Locks came out as a unit and Dipset came out like individuals. And from that point, like just looking at it, I said, oh yeah, these niggas ain't, they ain't gonna stand a chance. Because yeah, they were looking fact. at the battle on some we're going to come out here with our individual joints and get these niggas out of here. 
And to start with Jewel's I'm Not Ready, I was like, eek. Yeah, like they definitely, um, that's 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 a good point that you make. Um, I feel like there were a bunch of a bunch of factors and what happened to them and 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 their demise. Um, one of the factors, one of the main factors was the, the playlist and when the songs were played. Um like the like the first song, like we talked about. The other factor, one of the other factors was definitely the chemistry between them. Like it was it was clear that there's a lack of chemistry there. I don't know if it's because they don't really fuck with each other or you know, or 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 they they kind of they kind of all they they kind of all seemed a little bit washed up to me too. I mean, you know, even Cam and Cam Cam, I think Cam is clearly the star, and I think that was evident on Tuesday also. But like even Cam, like he seemed like he was out of rap shape. You know what I'm saying? And they definitely they definitely were unprepared. But there was a super lack of chemistry between them, and uh, I think that was very apparent. You've mentioned something that we're going to get to in more detail, but like I said, we're going to just break down this thing. Mm-hmm. You said Jada was, he carried the load for the locks. Right. And I'm not going to challenge you with that because that's factual. He did. But do you think that's because Jada's been on that versus stage before, so he knew what to expect. He knew how to prepare. He knew how to like, because I don't know like, if that's why. It, I don't know if that's why. Um, but it looked like they sure. were cool with him taking the um, taking the lead. Yeah, I feel like it was a strategy. I feel like I feel like it was a strategy because he's probably in the best rap shape out of all three of them too. Like, what really surprised me. I don't want to go off on a tangent too far. Um, to adjust what you said about the question you asked about Jada being more prepared because that was his second verses. I can see that. The only thing is. That that versus he did with Fab, that was like in an intimate setting, like a small setting. Like there was probably not that many people there. You know what I mean? It looked like they was in like a like a loft apartment or something. Or they was in like, you know what I mean? Like it looked like it didn't look, it wasn't a big venue. Like they was in a venue. That was a that was a concert, essentially. You know what I mean? That was like a show they put on. And I feel like just like I said, Dipset seemed like they were out of rap shape. Like I was really, I was really most surprised by Styles. Like I think he was like noticeably not a factor. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and even like, even even when they played Locked Up, which I I, w- I had I had talked about it in you know amongst us in in the group chat that we got, and, and I was questioning before the battle started. I was wondering if if they would even play Locked Up because of the whole um, rainbow nigga situation. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even think that they were gonna play that record. And then when they played it, Jadakiss did Styles' entire verse. Like, Styles didn't even rap. I don't know if you noticed that. But like, when they played Locked Up, Styles didn't even rap. And at that point, he wasn't really a factor. And then then when I saw Jada do his verse, I was thinking like, what's wrong? Something gotta be wrong with Styles. Like, why is it? And then I wondered, like, maybe he just don't like the song no more because of the situation with Takashi and he didn't want to do it. I don't know. But I feel like I feel like Styles was kind of noticeably, like, in the rearview mirror. And I don't know what that was about. But, uh, yeah, it, it just it just that was a little bit odd to me. Now, he I'm started rapping you. more as he started rapping more as the show went on. But I just feel like. Yeah, it was just it just it just was a little strange to see him not really 
um, as effective as I thought he might have been. Like, I feel like Kiss uh, just seemed like the, the most in shape rap-wise. I'm going to, I'm not, I'm going to challenge your point and say, I feel like from watching these, from doing these, it's an energy thing. And especially on a live crowd, like you can get away with the, the laid back stuff when it's not really a, like a crowd or audience there. But when it's a live mm-hmm. crowd, it's energy. You're feeding off of energy. And I felt right. like what made Jada the MVP was that he constantly fed off of the energy of the crowd, energy, mm-hmm. energy of the set, energy of the DJ, like the energy of the locks themselves. So it, and, he, and, he's, and he's naturally charismatic. I mean, he 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 was baking on them bad. Like he was killing Fan. them with the jokes. Fan. the entire time, and not missing. He was killing them. He, he was more charismatic than Cam, and more and more witty than Cam. And that's like Cam's whole thing. Like that's his whole, um, his whole not his whole came to fame, but that's like his whole aura is like the fact that he's funny and he be baking on niggas. And, and he's just more witty than anybody else. So when I realized that he was doing that better than Cam, I was like, oh, now nah, they in trouble. Cam got a few jokes off, for sure. But but Kiss was like, everything he was saying was hitting. Everything he was saying. And to get back to your point about the energy thing, I always, me personally, I'm not one of those people that think Styles is better than Kiss. I know that there are a lot of people out there, I don't know how many more now, um, how many are still out there now? But I know there was, you know, for a long time, a lot of people, there was a debate that Styles was actually better than Kiss. And I never really, I never really understood that debate. I mean, Styles is nice. I respect his pen for sure. But I think Kiss is just as nice, if not nicer with the pen. And his delivery is just so much better. He's just so much more interesting. Styles P is like a monotone rapper. So for me, monotone rappers get boring kind of quick, you know? I want to, um, to the energy point, and this is how I look at it. The same way we saw Tim and Swiss and Liv, and Tim came out with energy out of the gate, sweated out his shirt, paused. Mm-hmm. Swiss started to play real cool, kind of collective, like he didn't want to mess up his suit, like he was just here to play records. And when Swiss noticed that the crowd was eating up Tim's energy, that's when Swiss started to give energy. And the right. same applies here. When Jada started off the verses, how he started it off, I felt like Dipset was playing the too cool, we don't want to mess with our sneakers, we in a smoky vibe. Like, I was confused with the beach chair setup. I didn't know what was going on with that. Yeah, that backfired but, quickly, too. That backfired, that backfired very quickly. Fam, that was a bad choice. You got... you you. Cam was playing really cool and blah, 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 blah. And the moment Cam got really into it, it was too late. At that point, when Cam decided, oh, I'm going to take this for real, it was too late because they had already taken off with the crowd. They had already mm-hmm. got the reactions. They, they was baking them on a the mic outside of the records. So when Cam decided to be Cam, like you said, the charismatic, like, I'm a, I'm a joke on you. When Cam decided to be Cam and not millionaire guy, it was already too late. And at, yeah. by that point, uh-huh. 
also, I also feel like the beach chair thing. I think, I think the, I think the 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 thinking process behind that was like Cam was trying to stunt and make it seem like they didn't really need him to win the or to to come out strong. They didn't really need him. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I think. Symbolically, it was supposed to represent the fact that Jewels and Jim could have held it down on their own for a minute. And Cam got out that chair quick. And then it was really over when Kiss sat in the chair. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that goes that goes back to the wittiness. Like Cam got up after like the, the fourth or fifth song or third or fourth song, whatever it was, and then Kiss ended up in the chair, which was crazy. So that strategy completely backfired. One of the things, and he's going to be my unsung MVP of the verses. Um, shout out to Sheik, who did an interview with Sway and informed us as listeners that the day of the verses, Diddy called them and said, y'all should do freestyles because y'all freestyles are iconic. Ooh. And I'm going to give the MVP to Diddy for calling that coach's play because I don't know and you doing verses and me doing verses if we would have necessarily played freestyles in a locks dip set battle. But when Ken, when when Kiss introduced that who shot your freestyle <sighs> He went stupid. And, then, and the, the irony of that is, the irony of that is, too, not to cut you off, realistically, they lost that round. But that moment is such an iconic moment to that battle because he went crazy. He went crazy, and he sounded great, and he went crazy. You know what I mean? But realistically, like, I feel like that that might be one of the very few rounds that I actually gave to Dipset because after they played, after, after the locks did that record, they did that freestyle. Um, Dipset kind of would, they kind of would get them girls. So I feel like realistically, like that, that was probably a dip. That was probably one of the few rounds I might have given up. See, where I got lost in that battle is when they started doing two and three records. Like when they started chaining records together, I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. So they, they were, like, they were running out of time, I think. And that's one of the things that I, I noticed. I'm like, oh, you know, they must be under pressure to get these um, kids to over with. But even in our chat while it was happening, I'm like, fam, I don't even know how to score this right now because before they were doing yeah. one record a piece. Now right. I'm getting three records from one side and one record from the next side. And Right. And, and it wasn't like, like well, I'm a reason to that because Dipset did it first. They did, they did like three or four in a row. And then later later on, the whole thing was sloppy, you know what I mean? And I feel like that really took yes. away, that really took away from the experience. Um, and it was very disappointing in that aspect. I, I, I think because the, the the start time was so late, that was like unusually late. Versus usually starts at eight o'clock or 8.30, something like that. This one started at 9.30 and you know they wasn't coming in at 9.30. So it really didn't end up starting to almost 10.30. You know what I mean? So I feel like because they were so late, that they definitely were pressed for time and it just really got disorganized at the end. And Dipset did the three records in a row. And then later on, um, later on, they said there was only three songs left and we were in round 10 or round nine. 
and they was talking, they made an announcement saying they only got three records left, which was crazy. And that, I don't know how anybody else felt about that, but when I heard that, I was really disappointed. I was, I almost turned it off at that point. Cause I was like, damn, they got like, these, both these groups got like 30 plus hits they could play. We only getting like 12 songs. So, and then, they, but then they went on for an hour after that. And then, and then the locks started doing the three, four songs in a row. But that's you know what, what I mean? confused like, me too, because when they said they only had three records, like, I remember Cam going over to kissing them and being like, "Oh, they're trying to shut us down." They saying we only got X amount of time, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. like you was like, "All right, now we about to get a rush. They about to do a medley each, and then we about to be out of here." But then we went on for an hour more. I was like, confused. "Yeah, it was like, yeah, like it, it completely threw me off, and I feel like that that hurt the song selection." You know what I mean? Like, Dipset's DJ was clearly unprepared, along with the whole Dipset. You know what I mean? But I feel like when they did, when they said the three song thing, it kind of even took more energy out of me. Um, and my excitement kind of diminished a little bit. And then they went off for another hour. I was so confused. I was so confused by that. Now, I'm, now speaking from people who've done this, not on the versus stage, but we've done this in our battle group and we prepared for multiple uh genres multiple battles i actually used dipset against you in our first battle yeah and you lost terribly many Um, moons ago many moons ago (laughs) i lost terribly oh (laughs) you lost terribly that's what i said you know what i said i definitely did not lose terribly but you want to tell the people what the what what that battle consisted of because you know it it was dipset versus hole with no features and my fifth or tenth round was psa and I said, oh, we taking this is this is break time. I remember that vividly because I was like, oh nah. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. But but, but clean it was up with the set. No, that, that, that was cute. It, but it was close though. It was close though. It was close. And, and, close, and what close I can't say, and horseshoes and grenades. Okay, fair enough. But what I can say <laughs> is my list was a thousand times better than what they came with. I can oh, say no. that. And that's what I was that's what I was getting ready to say to you. Having prepared for this. Mm-hmm. As the the locks, if you were Dipset's DJ, are you mm-hmm. playing majority of the songs that he put? Like, because I felt like even some of the Jim Solo records, I'm like, fam, why? Yeah, you know what? That I, I'm glad you mentioned the Jim part. Um, I'm a Jim Jones. Obviously, I'm a Dipset fan. We already covered that. I'm a Jim Jones fan too, and I like Purple City Bird Gang. I like that record. I love that record. You know what I mean? Personally. But that is a yeah, personally. But me personally, if I was doing a battle and I was and I was controlling the playlist for Dipset, that song would have never been on the playlist. That song wouldn't have even when I make lists for these battles that we do. And let's say if we're doing a twenty-five song battle, twenty-five songs each, my list in preparation for the battle will be like fifty. 60 70 songs deep depending on the caliber of the artist you know what i mean like if i was doing a battle with jay-z i might have 100 songs on my list that i gotta turn into 25 but i'll start with with a with a big pool of songs to pick from and then kind of coordinate what i'm gonna do from there so that song as much as i like it we did a dipset battle i use dipset that song wasn't even on my list in that pool of 50 songs. <laughs> it wasn't even a part of the 30 leftovers that I had. 
You know what I mean? And I love that record. I could I could recite Jim's whole verse word for word, but I never would have played that. That was terrible. That was a terrible decision. Terrible decision. You know what I mean? You, like that was you that did was a dip set list before. So I'm gonna ask you. Yeah. When you did yours, did you break it up? Oh, I'm gonna give X amount of dip set. I'm gonna do X amount of Cam. I'm gonna do X amount of Jim. X amount of Jewels. Or did you just do a cohesive? Dipset and our battle's over, so you can talk about the preparation for it because it's over. Because yeah. I'm only trying to yeah. prepare it to what happened last week. Right, right. Um, you know what? Like I said, it was a while ago. You know, it was it was over a year ago now. So I don't remember exactly um, the strategy. I actually still have the list though. Um, I, I think I, I think I might have looked at it <laughs> the night of the verses. Like I felt I felt like uh, you know the. Um, What's the meme where it's Wolverine laying in the bed and he's looking at the picture? At the picture? Shit? <laughs> right. So that was me with my playlist looking at my phone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what could have been type shit. You know what I mean? Um, so I def I definitely looked at the list um after the battle. And uh yeah, I don't remember my my main what I do remember is my main strategy was to just try to blitz you. You know what I mean? Like it was it was Dipset versus Jay-Z. And I think the first song I played was the Cam diss to Jay-Z. You gotta love it. Mm. I think I started with that. You know what I mean? So my whole strategy, I knew what I was up against. You know what I mean? I'm up against the greatest rapper of all time. So um I had to, you know, I had to put the full court press. So I think what I did was I really was just like, you know what? I'm just going with the strongest records. I'm not giving this person X amount and this person, I just was going with the strongest records that I felt was going to hit the hardest. Um, and I feel like in the real verses, both sides, actually, the locks too, because the locks, they left a lot on the table too. You know what I'm saying? They didn't play Wild by Jadakiss. They didn't play um, Breathe Easy. You know what I mean? There was there was a few songs they didn't play. You know what I mean? Like, they, they left a lot on the table, but Dipset, they definitely left a lot on the table. There was a lot of stuff that I played in the battle with you that I feel like it would have hit. Well, actually, I don't even know because another another thing that was interesting about the verses, once they lost the crowd quickly, I feel like even their their big records, like their nukes, like Jaden kind of took one from our book where he was saying, yo, we got the napalm clip. Play the napalm clip. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, he sound like us. You know what I'm saying? He sound like us. That reminds me of us. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got something called championship rounds and we and we call our big records nukes. You know what I'm saying? As you already know. But yeah, uh, yeah like even, even the... Um, even the songs that I consider nukes from Dipset, at, by the time of the end of the battle, when they started coming around, none of those records hit. None of them hit. Like that's because they like, lost the crowd. Oh boy, oh boy, didn't hit. I really mean it. Didn't hit. You know what I mean? And it was just so. That was just so crazy for me to see. It was crazy for me to see Cam get booed in New York in Madison Square Garden. You know what I mean? Like let's let's stay right whole, there. Let's stay right there because uh -huh. at that point. Is when I realized, okay, yeah, they lost the crowd completely. When Cam got booed for trying to do the freestyle, I said, "Oh yeah, it's over." It was over. Like, I, 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 again, it was over. I was on the side of this last week of saying I'm not choosing a side, but I'm gonna play Dipset Records 
to show you that they're not for play play. So mm-hmm. when when that happened, and it's like a stark contrast. You start the battle with y'all not home, we home. And then at home, the irony, you do a freestyle and get booed at yeah. home. It was like, oh, nah, they completely lost the crowd at this point. Crazy. He waited too long to do that. Like, if he was going to do that, like, J.D. Kiss did three of those. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was going to do that, he should have been did that. Joel's trying to do it earlier. He tried, he tried to spit acapella and he was messing up the words. Kiss was like, you know the song or what? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah, like it just every decision they made backfired. You know what I mean? And I feel like there was the reason why it was a lot, a lot of lack of preparation. Like when we do our Zoom battles, I don't know about you. I actually, you know, shameless plug, I actually got a Zoom battle coming up this Thursday night. Pull up. But um, <laughs> yeah, like uh, when I when I do that, I take them seriously. So when I do them, um, especially if there's some type of like advance notice, if if I got like a week or two notice, knowing that I'm gonna do one, I'll spend that time. You know what I mean? Like I'll make the list. Like I get real excited for these battles. So um, usually when I when I you know when I know I'm gonna do one, as soon as I find out I'm gonna do one, I'm already starting to work on the list. You know what I mean? Like I'll I'll dump all the songs on the list, and then oh, however long it is till the battle, I'll spend time you know, carving out my list from there. So I take like a week to do my list usually, depending on how much time we got. So I don't know you how know much I time they do? spent. Yeah. No, no, no. Because preparation is 100%. Um, it was evident. And what yeah, side was prepared like- and what side wasn't. Even with the counter records. Because you knew, I felt like, and I'm, I'm going to go into what I was going to say before, but, but I felt mm-hmm. like watching that versus... Jadakiss brought them together with Tech and said, they're going to try to tell us we don't got no female records. They're going to try to tell us she ain't got no solo records. They're going to try to tell us that we can't do blah, 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 blah. And it was a counter for everything Dipset could throw. Yeah, it was super calculated. came out of his face and said, oh, y'all ain't got no female records. I said, why? Played himself. Say that. Played himself. And you know what's crazy? He played himself so crazy because I'm going to keep it a stack with you. And, and he said that after he played Hey Ma, after they played Hey Ma, that was one record for the ladies that they played, and then he jumped out the window like that, right? After he said that, we know what happened. Kiss rang off like five in a row. Now, the irony of it for me, personally, I feel like Hey Ma, out of the five, out of the five songs they played, Hey Ma was better than four of them. Like in a in a in a normal setting, like if we were doing a Zoom battle, Hey Ma would have beat four of those five songs that they played, except for Honey. I think Honey got that between that and Hey Ma. Honey probably got that. You know what I mean? But other than that, Hey Ma realistically is better than Ride or Die, bitch. It's better than Good Love. It's better than those songs. But just the way it was set up, the way yeah. Wells jumped out the window, and the way Kiss responded to it. It's like, yeah, that lost. You lost. You know what I'm saying? Like all those songs beat Hey Ma in that particular situation. Because he Kiss was Grammys. ready for it. They don't know about no yeah, Grammys. They know about Grammys. He killed them with that. He killed yeah. them with that. So like, yeah, like, you know, a, a big part of it too was like the fact that Jada Kiss was so on point and it was live and he was there. Like, 
if if we did if we try to recreate that in, in our setting, Jadakiss won't be there. You know what I mean? So Hey Ma is yeah. gonna beat uh yeah. a lot of those songs that they played, but just the way that they did it, the yeah, it, 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 it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing to one see. Of, one of the things that I was saying about like when I usually do lists, when I when we like you said, when especially if we know ahead of time or a battle is supposed to happen, blah 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. what I do, I'll play my lists on shuffle. I'll give okay. it the car test. I'll give it the headphone test, but I'll play it on shuffle. And the reason okay. why That's I play it on shuffle is because I need to know, listening to it, what hits unexpectedly. Mm. That may be a little too much sauce to give, whatever. Yo, you should have never told me that. That was game right there you gave me. That was like That was like a gem. That was because I was trying to figure I out do, where you going with this. That makes a lot of sense. I like that. One. I do it I like purposely. That. I, I do like it that purposely. One. As opposed to listening to it in sequential order, I feel like, oh, I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play this. No, I need to be immersed in the list enough to know how. So, I think the first time I did that was when I did um, Jagged Edge versus One Twelve, and Will's my mm. brother. But when I played that One Twelve list on shuffle in the car. I said, oh, Will's going to die. Mm. <laughs> because I wasn't expecting what was going to what was gonna come up. Now. Like, I went from Peas and Cream to um, what's the I see you looking at me? Like, and just the, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, just the, from the list that I comprised on Shuffle, I'm like, oh, this thing is going to die. Yeah, that's what it is the song I think you're talking about. Um, yeah, that's that's a fire. That's a fire. Uh, that's a fire move in preparation. I'm not gonna hold you. You should have kept that one to yourself, brother. That, that nah, that's a man. very good gem right there. I like that one. I'm gonna have to try that. That that's free game, and whoever listens to this <laughs> will hear it. But also, you also have to put a list together that's worthy to go against whatever. Right. And that's the other thing. When I do a list, and I, it seems like this is what the locks did. When I do a list. I'm listening to what the other person is playing. Oh, uh, you know what? I stopped doing that. I ain't gonna lie. I did that in, in the first battle we ever did, or the first battle I ever did, I should say, which was the second battle ever overall that we did. Um, it was again, it was me and CJ, and and it was Biggie versus Nas was the battle. So with that battle, again, this was my first time doing it. So at the time, I was like, I I, I would like to go second. You know what I mean? We actually mm-hmm. did a coin toss. We actually did a coin toss, and I ended up going second, which I'm super nice at because my rebuttal game is crazy. But I've only gone second a handful of times because, um, you know, like we said, I like to go first. But at the time, you know, obviously I knew going second was an advantage, so I was hoping to go second. And I spent, like, the whole week preparing for it, making my list and listening to Biggie songs and writing down what counters for each song would be. Like, I was like, yo, when he plays, um, you know, I forget now, like, but I had, I had, I had, um, wrote, I wrote down counters for a lot of the songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when he, at the end, when he plays Juicy, I'm playing If I Rule the World. You know what I'm saying? When he mm-hmm. plays this, I'm gonna play that. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of had a strategy with the counters. Um. But that I got too wrapped up in that. Like I found myself getting too wrapped up in that. And all the way up until the battle, I was second guessing my moves and changing 
what I was going to count and I just it just I just got too consumed with trying to worry about what he was going to play and a few of the songs that I was expecting him to play he didn't even play so I was like mm-hmm. I felt like I wasted my time even trying to like figure out what to play against x y and z when you really don't know what the person's going to play depending on the artist a lot of artists have a, have a big catalog you know what I mean so I me personally I don't really I, I stopped doing that because I you know I'm just before we jump before we jump to the next thing, um, mm-hmm. because it's a perfect segue, uh, that battle. But before we jump, one of the things that I like, uh, I think you did it in one of the other the other battles where you killed uh, Daniel. Um, you had a set list going and you said, you know what? Because you play that, this ain't even on my list. Like to be able just to respond off right. of... Oh, you played that? This ain't even on my list, but I know it can counter what you just played. And I feel like they did a great job of doing that. This may not even be on the list. Even though we may have prepped for what y'all was going to say, who y'all was going to come at, this ain't on our list, but check this out. And that's one of the things I think was missing on the dips part in terms of preparation. But it was a fire battle for New York altogether because everybody kept, I kept seeing people saying, oh, New York needs this energy and miss this energy because it was two premier New York artists that are staples mm-hmm. in MSG giving mm-hmm. you a show that like you would have had to pay for otherwise. Right. They're on tour now, but it was just that energy that New York was missing that I like, but to what you were saying about um, the Nas Biggie battle, King's Disease too. Josh, I'm glad you're talking about this. I was wondering if we were going to talk about this. Let's go. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. Let's go. You see, you, you see my segue game. Nah, you um, know me too. You know, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. I was because I, I was I was getting ready to tell you at the end of this if we didn't talk about this. I was getting ready to tell you, yo, if you're going to do one about King's Disease too, I need to be back in the building for that too. <laughs> Well, so, yeah, let's get it. Let's, let's get into it. I'm with it. Let's get into it. Um, I'm gonna ask you a question that's gonna sound rhetorical, but I really want to know what's mm-hmm. wrong with Hit Boy, fam. What you mean by that? I mean it in the 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 most oh, sincere, in, in the most complimentary bigger, way possible. Yeah. What's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah, he went. He definitely went crazy on this. He definitely went crazy on this one. Um, Hit Boy has been on a crazy run this year, and shouts like to Hit Boy, salute to Hit Boy. I feel like yeah, you know what? And he, lost, and, he, and he lost that battle. He lost that battle. But if they did that now, if they he ran that kill. battle now, I don't know if he, he would, kill, would kill, but nah, he, would he would definitely kill. be right there. Like it would not be. He wouldn't. He, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like Boy Wonder kind of really gave it to him, and uh. But that's because he didn't have the material. That was before any. He's done like in the last year. He's put out what, what like five albums, four or five albums, like yeah, like he's definitely been on a crazy run. He's definitely working, and I definitely you know shout the hip boy for what he's been doing. Um, it's been a pretty impressive run. Um, but I will say, me personally, my personal preference, as great as it's been, I feel like Kings of These Two is the best to come out of that batch. 
Like I, I feel I don't, like he was I on a mission to prove something because I feel like that's that's what it sounds like. He was on a mission to prove somebody wrong. But I, I feel because... like I feel like each project has gotten better than the last. You know what I mean? For the most part, like I like and not to go off on a tangent. And and I'm a Griselda fan. I like Benny. Um, I was a little bit disappointed with Burden of Proof when I first heard it. That's just me because I mm-hmm. I was expecting so much, but uh, that's still a very solid album. But yeah, like he's this run has been incredible, and I feel like for the most part, each one he does is better than the last one. And I definitely feel like King's Disease Two is better than Part One, even though I Damn. love Part One. And that's what and I was I, gonna say. And, part and, One and, wasn't and a slouch. Nah, it's a Grammy album of the year, rap album of the year. Come on now, you know what I'm saying? Like, One Grammy for rap album of the year. Nah, it was good. It was really good, and uh, yeah, but he he stepped it up even from there, which is crazy. It's crazy. You He's definitely on some were, shit right now. You said there was a couple joints you didn't like. I'm gonna ask, what are they, and why? Yeah, there's four songs. It's 15 songs. There's four songs I don't like. I don't like 40 side at all. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm not, I don't really like the beat too much. I feel like it sounds like a drill type record a little bit and I just don't feel like Nas is in pocket in that lane. Um, so for me, that didn't really work. And being that the song is called 40 Side, which is the side of the projects that Nas is from. Queensbridge is 40th side, the 41st side. He's from the 40th side. Um, I feel like the song should have embodied more of what Queensbridge sounds like. Maybe it sounds like that now, but I'm talking about what it sounds like when it comes to Esco. You know what I mean? So it kind of threw me off a little bit to hear a song called 40 Side, which is like essentially him paying homage to his part of the projects. And it it didn't sound like 40 Side. You know what I mean? Like, so I didn't like that record. I don't like that record. Um, Okay. What else? YKTV, I hate that record. Okay. I hate that record. That's another one. See, so another thing that's a little cringy for me with Nas, back to kind of what I was saying about 40 side. Like I feel like when he gets caught up in like terminology of the day, yeah, like it just doesn't feel right. Hove does this too sometimes. And it just doesn't feel right to me. You know what I mean? It's almost like so I don't think he needed to do a song called YKTV. I hate the chorus. (laughs) <laughs> I don't I don't really like the beat. You know what I mean? Like he just it just sounds weird. Like I don't it just doesn't sound like I hate that song. I don't really like EPMD. Okay. With, All right, stop right there. Stop right there. Because I was hoping that wasn't one of your songs, but okay. I, I'll come back to what, give me the other one you don't like. Because that's three. And I, and, and, one. and I don't and I don't like brunch on Sundays. And I wanted to like that that song because as you know me. I do brunch on Sundays. (laughs) Religiously. You know what I mean? No pun intended. So like, when I saw the track list, I was, the songs I was hyped for when I saw the track list was um, Death Row East. And I was, I was curious about brunch on Sundays because I I love doing brunch on Sundays. And that song was really disappointing to me. The beat is okay, but I think the chorus is terrible. And again, it's like, a little bit trying to conform. He's talking about people smoking hookah and stuff. And it just didn't feel organic coming from Esco. You know what I mean? It just didn't feel right. Okay. And now to the song that I told you to stop at. Why don't you like EPMD? 
Um, I don't really like it because one, I feel like I, I, I've been trying to like pinpoint where, but where where did he use that beat before? Didn't he? I don't like well, like uh, that, that beat that beat one? that beat. No, Nas. That beat is like very familiar to me. I don't know what it is. I haven't really done my research on, and I'm usually good with this type of stuff. Like I could always like recognize what that came from. You know what I mean? So I feel like mm-hmm. I'm almost ninety percent. I could be wrong, but I'm. I feel like I'm very sure that Nas used that beat before. So like he and he's done that before when he did. Uh, he did the song Thief Steam, and then he came out with a song called Hip Hop Is Dead. It's the exact same beat. Mm. on two different projects and i hated that i hated hip-hop is dead because of that you know what i mean like i hated that so i i wasn't really a fan of the beat recycle and then i just feel like he let eminem go on for way too long and 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 i'm i'm not i'm not a super i'm not a listen i'm not a super eminem hater i definitely there was a time where i was actually a fan of something you know what I mean? I'm not so much no more, but I, I still respect his his craft and his talent. But I you don't hate think he I just hate that that fast <laughs> rambling stuff that he be doing. And like he his verse is like two minutes or like a minute and a half. Like it's a long verse. Like he let him go on for way too long, I feel like. You know what I mean, and then that, and then that 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 allows the, the the joke to come back around and having that murdered you on your own shit. That like opens the door for that to come back around, because now Eminem is on your shit and he got a minute and a half long verse on your song. You know what I mean? It just it just didn't fit. I don't know. I didn't really. I, didn't, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. And why is Eminem on a song called EPMD anyway? If he has. EPMD on the record. Why does he need Eminem on that record too? You know what I, I mean? Whose call that was? But I will say, uh, I liked him verse, man. I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm gonna say it. I liked it. I liked his verse. Kill I don't me. dislike you it. Want. I don't. I, no, no. I don't. I'm not gonna like it. I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. Maybe the end a little bit. The when he's naming all the rappers, like I, that flow was <laughs> that flow was doodle to me. That flow was doodle to me. But like, I didn't. I wasn't bothered by the verse. I just, it just kind of bothered me how long it was. Like, I just feel like it, it kind of turned right, into so like. If it, was his, bit, it was shorter bars. You would have been like, "Oh, this is fire." I don't know about that. I just wouldn't have had him on the song to begin with. But okay, um, you know, because like I said, I just feel like it's out of place. Like, what does Eminem have to do with EPMD? Your favorite song on the album right now? Oh. My favorite song on the album is Nas is Good. Okay. That's my favorite song. Um, I love that song. But it, 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 like Store Run is right there for me. Rare is right there for me. And uh, Count Me In is right there for me as well. So there's like there's like four to five that I really love. But as a project, I, like as a, as a whole, like I was blown away. Like when I listened to it, I listened to it on Thursday night at midnight or, or Friday morning at midnight, I should say. And uh, yeah, I was blown away when I first heard it, man. Like even even the songs that I don't like, and it took me it took me several listens to realize I didn't like them. You know what I mean? It wasn't like really out the gate. I think out the gate, the only one I didn't like was YKTV. Everything, nothing else bothered me when I listened to it through the first run. 
And when I listen to albums, I listen to them front to back to start. You know what I mean? So y'all made me want to listen to the Nas album when it dropped. And I was talking about it, and I was like, "All right, let me get my headphones." Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I think one you of said my that. Favorites, CJ said that. Yeah, one of my favorites is um, Eastside Death Row. Oh, I love that shit too, Death Row East. I love that shit too. And, yeah, and if, Row if we go, if we go back to us talking in the group chat, maybe you remember when 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 I posted. The, the the playlist, I mean the, the track list in in the group when when it when it first, when Hit Boy first put it up and I put it in the group, I talked about that and I was like, yeah, I really want to hear Death Row East and I you know um I I kind of had a feeling that that he was gonna address the pop situation. Yeah. So as I, a I, nigga I, who likes who's a New York scene, uh, listen like I don't really have much. I'm not gonna say allegiance to other uh, other areas, but as a, a New York City born red nigga, when I saw that, I was like, all right, let me listen to what this joint song about. And I actually liked yeah. it because I was like, oh, all right, it's fire. I love it's fire. The, the beat is fire. The, the storytelling yeah, is fire. fire. Yeah, that's one it's of perfect. my joints. Um, it's perfect. From from King's Disease to not something that's not so perfect. And not in a sense of it's not good, but in terms of preparation, Donda. You put a meme up that said it should be called Don Day because where's that? And I laughed at that for like five minutes because I was like, yo, these niggas is crazy. Hilarious. Hit Boy, Kanye, Donda, King's Disease. How do you have it so far in terms of listening to it, production, all of that stuff? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I like the, the the night that King's Disease came out, right before that drop, Kanye had the listening, you know, the listening party, listening session, or whatever you want to call it, whatever that was. Um, right before, so I basically went from that right into King's Disease, and I didn't lose any steam. Like, I was I was very impressed by the Kanye album from what I heard too. Like, I really liked it. You know what I mean? I, I had to get past the whole artsy thing he was doing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's trying to do some, some like, living art thing or whatever he's trying to do. I don't know. But I, I had to kind of get past that. I kind of realized what he was trying to do. And I was like, all right, he's, he's being creative. You know what I mean? But I was really just, just watching it for the music. And I really enjoyed the music. Like, I really thought that it was it was good from what I heard. But like I said, going into, going from that to King's Disease, I didn't lose anything. I I, I I had the same emotion all the way through. I thought the production was amazing. So it's kind of hard to call. And I heard them back to back. I'm not, um, I'm not saying to say like, oh, which album was better. But just like you said, and listening to it back to back, because that's what I did. I listened to Nas first, and then I listened to um, a snippet of the Ye Joint. And then I right. went back and re-listened to the Nas joint again, front to back. And then I listened to uh, Donda, front to back. And I was like, listening to it, I'm like, I wasn't comparing them. But I felt like, you, like you said, I didn't lose nothing going from one to the other. Yeah, the, like from a quality standpoint, it felt on par. You know what I mean? I know I know. one of, one of Kanye's big things is like the quality. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. especially from especially sonically you know what i mean and we're just talking about sonically like if we're talking about bars obviously i feel like Nas probably got him on these two projects he probably, he probably got him but 
I mean, but in all fairness, though, like King's Disease Part One, I, I love that album too. But I don't think Nas was really rapping on that album. Like, I feel like the the star of that album was the production. On this one, I feel like the production is even better. But I feel like Nas stepped his rhymes up, uh, you know, to match the production on this one. You know what I mean? I'm like, ahead I feel and like. I don't want Nas recording with anybody else that's not named Hit Boy. Because the, the knock to Nas, his whole career was he picks corny beats or he picks the, the worst beats. Nah, Hitboy, see, I hate I hate that narrative, yo. Why? I hate that narrative it's, too. It's, it's it's true. It's not true. That's not true, man. That's Nas not always true. had not, beats. Nah, no, look, first of all, I feel like I've heard every rapper on a doodle beat before. You know what I mean? If, I, if I'm keeping it a stack, I've heard everybody on a doodle beat before. But, you know, I, I, I'm a Nas fan. He's probably like, if I if I had to if I had to really pick, he's probably my favorite rapper of all time. But he does have points in his career where I was even disappointed in him. But um, I feel like the him choosing whack beat narrative is is grossly blown out of proportion. Like, he, yeah, he's chosen some, some weaker beats, but He's been off, like, yo, there's albums that he has that the production is flawless. Illmatic, the production mm-hmm. is flawless, especially for that time. And that was, like, one of the first albums in rap history to have multiple um, superstar producers on it. You know what I mean? Like, that album had Pete Rock. That album had Q-Tip. That album had um, Large Professor. You know what I'm saying? So, and those are all like the who's who of superstar producers at the time. So, you know, he came out the gate with an album that was flawless production-wise in 1994. It was written. There's only like two or three bad, like maybe like two bad beats on It Was Written. It Was Written, some people consider that better than Illmatic, which, you know, I don't know if I agree with that, but there's a lot of people who like it more. The production of that album is crazy and he changed his sound from from his first album to his second album. His third album, that's an album that slept on. People don't really talk about it. The production on it is, is very solid. So I feel like the knock on him, on him from a production standpoint, that's just a joke that somebody used and it caught fire and now that's like a snowball. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I I don't, the same way I don't about know if I agree with that. I feel the same way about Eminem's beat now. selection is way no, no, worse. No, 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 than no, 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 not M's beat selection. No, no, I know what you're I, talking I, about, but I, since yeah. you mentioned, I know what you're trying to say, but I'm just saying that since you mentioned Eminem's name, that is a rapper <laughs> that's con- considered a legend who has way worse production and way worse beat selection than my guy Nas, yo. For real. For real. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Um, I'm gonna ask you this like, before we yeah. before we cut out of this uh-huh. topic and then something else. I'm gonna ask you this: Who's had a better run in the past year, Hit Boy mm. or Little Baby? Oh, that is a crazy <laughs> question! Wow. Oh man, yo. <laughs> that's a crazy question. Um, all right, so I'm gonna answer it like this. If I'm being if I'm being non-biased, I might I might give it to, to Lil Baby by like the smallest of margins. Like because I, I feel like I'm not even really a fan of somebody. He made he's made me respect him completely. 
because he just, you know what I mean? Like, he just really doesn't miss, especially when he's jumping on these feet. He's killing every feature he's on. So Every single one yeah, right now. He's killing, he's and killing I wasn't every a fan of Sun either. On, but he got a show with Kurt Franklin. He got a show yeah. with Kurt Franklin yeah. that yeah. when I first saw it, I was like, man, that's not going to work. And it worked. You know what I mean? It worked. And, 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 and yeah, it's amazing to see. Shout out to little Baby. You know what I mean? But, yeah, if I'm being non-biased, I'm going to give it to him um, by a small margin. But I, I don't want to take away from what Hip Boy is doing. Me, personally, I, I feel the impact of what Hip Boy is doing way more than I feel it from little Baby because I'm checking for these records. I'm checking for these albums. You know what I mean? Every, every tape that he's done, I've been checking for it. And I've been, like, eagerly anticipating it. I can't say that about Little Baby. Like, if I saw, you know what I'm saying, like Little Baby, like, you know, when the singles are announced, you know, a couple of days before the Friday that they come out or whatever the case, yeah. and I might see he's on the song. I'm check, I'm checking for Hit Boy, a Hit Boy album before I'm listening to the Little Baby record. But if I'm being non-biased and I'm just being, um, you know, just take from a, from a fair standpoint, I'll I, I give it to Little Baby. It, what he's doing is crazy. And it all started from the album that he dropped in, I think, what, 2020, right? It all started yeah. from there. And it's just been, like, unbelievable. Son's been on a tear. And, like, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I wasn't a fan of Son before, like, the features. The features yeah. made me go back and be like, let me listen to his actual, uh, his personal joints. That, and, that, and, when, and when he did the, and when he did the Black Lives Matter record, when he did mm-hmm. that, and I heard him really rapping on it, that's what it really made me pay attention to. Cause it was like, cause I had heard, I think his album was called My Turn. I had heard um, a lot of people talking about that album, like it was album of the year. And I I try to, I listen to it. It's okay. It, it's not my cup of tea, but it's, I see why people liked it. You know what I mean? But when he did the Black Lives Matter record and that was definitely something I didn't expect to get from him. And when he body, he bodied it though. Like he really was rapping, like he killed it. Then I'm starting to look around, like, damn, where's J. Cole's record at? Where's Kendrick's record at? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he to me, he did what they what I, I felt like they should. And I don't want to say what people should or should do, should or shouldn't do, but I feel like he did what I expected from them. You know what I mean? And I, I think that was very impressive for me. And ever and ever since that. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been checking for him, yo. I've been checking for him, and he's he hasn't disappointed yet. Yo, to your point, I would um during the uh, the the various shootings and black people dying, um, I was looking for the Kendrick record. I was looking for the Cold record, and for again sure. from Little Baby, I was like, nigga, I'm not listening to this, right? And I had to go back to it and listen to it after. I think it was the BT was. I'm like, fam, I'm not checking for this record. It's but amazing. I went back and listened to it. I'm like, oh, okay. This wasn't who I was expecting it from, but it's still hitting the same, it's still doing the same um service. It's still right. it's still hitting the same target that it was supposed to hit. Like I was looking for this from Kendrick and Cole. I didn't get it from them, but right. this little nigga here is actually not missing the beat. Yeah, he delivered. He went crazy. Yeah, he went 100% crazy. Delivered. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just think both of them are on a tear right now. And I only ask you that, uh, not, not to 
put you on a spot, but because it's it's both of these niggas been on a tear. Yeah. Both of these niggas. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely it's definitely impressive. Like uh just going back to Hip Boy for a second. He's doing what Kanye tried to do uh like 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 three years ago, two, three years ago, whatever rollout, it was. Rollout, yeah. Right. He even had a Nas project, which was kind of eh, you know what I mean? Like it, it didn't hit. So Hip Boy is successfully doing what Kanye was trying to do. And and I respected what Kanye tried to do, because that's not easy. I mean, and he put out an album every week. You know what I mean? So that was kind of crazy, but for me, out of that whole run, the only album that really hit to me was Push's album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, was other than that, it, that was a flop. Gianna Tanner's album was kind of weak. And, and, and that's evident by the album she put out after that that she had control over, and it was great. So it was kind of like, I felt like he kind of messed up her, her zone a little bit. Um, and then the album that he put out was terrible. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I hate that album. Yeah, and then, some, and, then some people, and then some some people like kids see ghosts. That's not really for me either. So really, like for me personally, the only one that I really rocked with was Push's album. And um, yeah, I feel like that was kind of like a failure. But I think Hip Boy has successfully done what he's tried to do, for sure. Um, speaking about success and failure, uh, I hit you on the pause, the music. And that's what one of the things I wanted to really get you up here about. Uh, last minute, this is just going to be for fun. Uh, do whatever have you. Um, okay. Free agency. Okay. How you feel about free agency? What team you think is killing? What team you not really that impressed by? Like, mm. what's up? I think free agency has been very entertaining so far. Um, I mean, I'm very impressed with what the Bulls did, even though they're under investigation. I'm impressed <laughs> with what Miami did, even though they're under investigation. You know what I mean? So I, I like I like what they kind of was doing, what they've been doing. Um, I mean, obviously the Lakers move makes them right back into the, you know, the, the championship favorite spot or, or, or one of two favorites. So, you know, I might have. Uh, I can't even say I might have went a different route. I don't know. I feel like I might have. I might have maybe tried to get Chris Paul over there just because I feel like maybe. I don't know. I want. I'm gonna see how it plays out before I assume anything. But making assumptions, I feel like Chris Paul being more of a of, of a pure point guard and distributing point guard. I feel like that might work a little bit better. But I'm not taking anything away from Russ. So we're gonna see how it plays out. So I, I'm impressed with what they did. They obviously needed another major piece, and they got it. Um, I, I kind of like – I'm a Knicks fan, so I kind of like what the Knicks have done. But at the same time, if you ask me what I'm most disappointed in, it, it would be the Knicks. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably – I'm probably – I'm probably as, – as much as I kind of – I'm not bothered by what they did. I, I They had to make certain moves, and I feel like they're making a lot of good moves. But yeah, I, I probably most disappointed in the Knicks, man. I really, I really wanted them to make a run at Dame. I know it probably would have cost a lot, and it might have jeopardized the future that they're trying to build there. Um, 
I feel like the regime that's there now is taking a different approach. We always take the, the you know, trade all of our assets for the one superstar who's kind of on decline or, or, or co- close to the to, to the end of his prime and it never works out. So if they if they if they're really if their plan is to like have faith in the in the in the youth that they got because I think we're like the youngest team in the NBA or we were before we signed Kemba. So I don't know how that goes now. But um we would we're one of the youngest teams in the NBA. So I feel like if they're really trying to go all in with that and like hope that uh RJ develops into a star and and you know uh quickly develops into a really good player and Mitchell Robinson turns into this dominant center that he's supposed to be if they're all in with that and it works out great but me being the typical New York fan and the typical you disappointed that you didn't land a star I I Damian Lillard is my favorite he's my favorite player in the league so okay. hear, hearing hear, hearing rumblings and talks about you know him him potentially requesting a trade and the Knicks being high on his list, uh, it's always it it always makes me feel good as a Knicks fan to hear a star player say they like say out loud that they want to come to the Knicks. Like a few years ago, before Kyrie and KD went to the Nets. He demanded a trade, and the top team, the team on the top of his list was the Knicks. And you know, hearing stuff like that is, uh, yeah, it, it, it's great to me, man. So the thought of the thought of hearing that Dave wanted to come to the Knicks, I'm with that. So seeing us not go that route and, and signing Kemba, or, or or you know, trade, I, I think we traded for him, whatever it was, like seeing us acquire Kemba Walker. It was disappointing at first because I know he's kind of, his best years are behind him. But if we're getting him for the low and we didn't have to give up nothing crazy for it, uh, I'm good with it. You know what I mean? We're not paying him nothing crazy. It's not going to affect us in that aspect. Then I'm good with it. You know what I mean? I just – the disappointment of not getting Dave is like, ah. Yeah. Well, there's still time on the table. I'm not going to say y'all completely out of the picture, but until he signs with somebody else, uh, y'all still got a chance. Um, well, well the, th- the thing is, the thing is, he's not a free agent, though, so we would have to trade for him. And I just feel like, why would why would we sign Kemba Walker just to trade for um for Dame? You know what I mean? I feel like they probably they probably explored that avenue, and it, for whatever reason, they got shut down, and I think they just decided to go into another direction. Um, because yeah, we signed, I'm, we signed, we signed Kemba, and we re-signed Derrick Rose for a lot of money. You know what I mean? And we didn't re-sign Derrick Rose to be the third string point guard. You know what I mean? Like if we would, if we were to acquire Damian Lillard, you know what I mean? And we already got Kemba. What what was Derrick Rose there for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I I, I like to like the glass half full, man. I mean, are you an expert? It is. No, I'm not. Who do you like? That's a narrative you, that people people. Who do you talk like? About. I like the Warriors. You like the who? Oh, I remember this conversation. You do like the I like the Warriors. I look, and I don't, hold on, fam. I gotta put you on the spot because you put me on the spot with the Pele Pele talk. How long? How long <laughs> you been a Warriors fan, bro? How long have you been a Warriors fan? I ain't gonna bro? hold you. I ain't gonna tell you I was a Chris Mullen Warriors fan 
I like Jason Richardson from the dunk contest. Did I follow the Warriors then? You were no. not Did a I Warriors follow- fan when Did Jason you hear me? Richardson Did you hear me? Stop Did it. Did you hear me? Did you hear me say, was I following him then? No. Did I follow him when Steph got drafted? Yes, because I like Steph Game and Davidson. He caught my attention. But you didn't start, you did not start liking them when Steph got drafted either. Stop. No, I promise you. Stop. Dead dead serious. Tom, dead serious. I don't believe what happened was I need I need need proof of that. I like Davidson. I like Steph and Davidson because he caught my eye in um March Madness tournament. I was watching, I'm like, who is this? Yeah, he went he went. Because everybody kept saying, Oh, well, the first game, oh well, he's too short. Uh, everybody says he's undersized. He's not going to make it in the league. So I, I was like, who is this nigga? And then when I saw his game, I'm like, something's nice. So when it yeah, was drafted him, I was like, let me just follow what he's going to do. The Mark Jackson years, when they drafted Clay and Draymond and all that, I still followed him because I wanted to see what his game was like. Yeah, I don't and, even want to really talk about Steph getting drafted because that's another um, that's, that's, that's another moment that will sting forever as a Knicks fan. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The Knicks he, he got tra- drafted. He got drafted. He got drafted the pick before our pick, and we yeah. were gonna draft him. He was expected to come to New York. I think if if I recall, the story goes that the Warriors weren't even gonna draft him at first. They were no looking at a big man or something like that. And he literally got drafted the pick before our pick, and our pick, our, the next pick, which was ours, we picked Jordan Hill. So that will always be something that I'm like <laughs> scarred by, you know what I mean? So speaking about Steph Curry and the draft is like that's a tough pull it, it, of swallow, it's, a, it, it's a nightmare for you every time it comes up. It's just yeah, it's a tough pull of swallow. Even even more so when you try to try to tell me with a straight face that you was checking for the Warriors when they drafted Curry. No, I said I was following him after Davidson. I was following after Davidson. I like this okay. game. So, so when did you officially him? become a Warriors fan? I go That's what I want to know. The last year was it was it while Mark Jackson was the coach? I was gonna say the last year Mark Jackson was there because when I saw Mark Jackson and what he was doing with them, I was like, I always thought Mark Jackson should have another coaching job after what he did with um the Warriors. So I was kind of like rooting for Mark Jackson and the Warriors at the same time because I'm like, this nigga developed these young kids into like NBA killers. Yeah, they 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 kind of. I feel like he really got the short end of the stick on that situation, pause. Yeah, you know what he, I mean. He, like he, he, he got that team together. Steve Kerr comes along, and they give Steve Kerr basically a team, not that was championship ready, but you see the results of what happened after Steve Kerr got to him. But that's all Mark Jackson. Yeah, didn't they win the chip the first year Steve Kerr got there? They won. They won the championship that year. That's all product of Mark Jackson, though. That's digging yeah, through the trenches. He, he got the keys to the Ferrari, and he took it to the promised land. But hundred percent, yeah. Mark, Mark Mark Jackson definitely built the foundation, and it's kind of whack what happened with that. Speaking of Mark Jackson and being a Knicks fan, like for a long time, I've I've always I've wanted Mark Jackson to coach the Knicks, but I'm really pleased with Tibbs. You know what I mean? I I I, I was one of the people that wasn't upset when we hired Tibbs. I know a lot of Knicks fans were, were complaining about that move. But I, but I did want Mark Jackson when we hired Tibbs. So, shout to Mark Jackson, man. You know, um, yeah, he he's definitely he he should have a job somewhere in the league. I think. I think. You know um, I, mean? like, I think he's kind of, for whatever reason, he's blackballed from the coaching job. But I feel yeah. like they keep calling him. 
to be an analyst, so you know he has value somewhere. You just don't want to give him a head coach job. But that's a conversation right. for another time. Yeah, um, definitely. But uh, last yeah, thing, shout out, shout out to Mark Jackson. Last thing before we for real cut out. Um, Olympics. I'm gonna do a quick run through Olympics. Not not the the long drawn out junk, but a, a quick run through at Olympics. Uh, you happy? USA men's team got the the gold. Did you think we were gonna get the gold, or these niggas just? Yeah, I, th- I, I I thought I thought we were gonna win it. I uh, <laughs> I, I was definitely uh. I was definitely a little perplexed at the first two exhibition games. Uh, that definitely kind of that was unexpected. Um, but I felt like I felt like we would bounce back. But then we lost the first like the first game that counted. We lost that game too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was a little I was you know my confidence wavered a little bit after we lost to France. You know what I mean? Especially after we lost to France because I was like, damn, this is the first the first game like that counts and we already got took a L like you know what I mean so I was a little I was a little uh concerned but I felt like ultimately we would get it together and, and bring it home it's just too much talent there like there's no way that that they shouldn't be winning the gold like it's just the team is too crazy and yeah, I know I like think- going, going back to dip setting the locks Chemistry is very important, especially when you play internationally. And I know that those international teams, they play together all the time. You know what I mean? So there's a different level of chemistry there. Even though a lot of the international teams have NBA players, obviously. But those dudes, they play for their their country a lot. Like in these tournaments, in these small tournaments or whatever it is, they play for their country. So, you know, and I'm sure when the offseason is going on, they go back to their country to practice and play. So they're with those guys. They, there's a chemistry there. You know what I mean? And, and the USA team is just a team, like, that's just they're put together. together. Yeah, so it's like – and in all fairness, most of those guys on that team just finished playing basketball. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? There's guys, guys, came there's over guys the on that team. team that came, like, three weeks late. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? But – KD had a was in a playoff run, you know what I mean? Like they, like a lot of those guys, like obviously Book and, and Drew Holiday came for the chip, but yeah, like those guys were playing all year, so I'm sure there had to be somewhat of a fatigue factor too. You know what I, I mean? I, so I, I feel like it's like some people say you got to play to get your legs underneath you, and I feel like when you have that long of a stretch, and then you actually get into games, yeah, you're a little fatigued. But at the end of the day, it like it's a gear that clicks in, and you're like, "All right, fam, I know why we're here. We ain't here, yeah, for sure." To these for niggas, sure. so yeah, they 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 probably realized that too. Uh, <laughs> immediately after the France game, I'm sure. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, like it, it just you know, I'm you know what, I'm just glad that they eventually got it together because that that would have been embarrassing. Not not for USA. I mean, I'm not like a patriot like that. I don't really care about that. But <laughs> just in terms of like, just in terms of like the players on the team, like I, I I fuck with Dame heavy. I feel like if they didn't win gold and he was stinking it up, that would have been a narrative that he would it would have been tough for him to shape. You know what I mean? At least for a little while. Like that 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 team, that team with LeBron, 
and Melo and D Wade. I think what was it like 2012 when they yeah, lost when they won, they won bronze. Oh no, no, not that. They won silver. You know, the AI team. No, that was a yeah, that was another situation. They won bronze. But even the LeBron Melo team, like they didn't win the gold. And you know, but they were able to shake that because they came back in the next Olympics and they dominated. They didn't lose a game. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a majority of those same guys. But that AI team, that team, it'll go down in infamy. People always know that that team was doodle and they went to bed. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I just I was just I was just thinking about my son Dame. Like, yeah, he got to bring this goal home because I don't want I don't want him to have that black cloud over his head. You know what I mean? KD too. Like, I'm not I'm not the biggest KD fan, but like. I feel like the, the 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 KD slander, the KD hate is a lot louder than his praise. And that would have just added to that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's the spearhead of this team and they didn't win the gold. Like that would have, yeah, forget about it. There would have been memes and gifts and and, and, oh, no, and he never, he never ruined it. jokes forever. Especially especially stacking that on top of the fact that the Nets didn't win the championship this year. Like Putting those two things together, stacked back to back, yeah, that would have been ugly for some. My guy, that would have been ugly. I appreciate you coming up here as always. Before we cut out, though, I need to mm-hmm. show the movie that you're watching currently. Mm, show that I'm watching. I know we did this the last time. We 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 talked about the boys, man. You were supposed to have me back for a conversation about that, so we got to get back into that. Because I'm waiting for the boys to come back for season three. Yeah. But yeah. uh I actually um so I'm I, I think television is great. I watch a lot of stuff. Um television is definitely doing great right now. I'm actually re-watching Lost right now. Okay. That's one of the main things that's on my plate, um, TV show wise. I'm re-watching the 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 series. So I'm on like Lost. season three of Lost right now. Yeah, Lost. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, I, at another time I'll ask you about how you think it ended, but not right now. I actually never time. Okay. But mine that's cool is uh Sex Life on Netflix. What is it? Sex Life on Netflix. Sex Life? Yes. I've never heard of that one. Yes. It, it, I promise Netflix you, original. You'll enjoy it. Yes, it okay. is. I promise you, you'll enjoy it. I promise those listening, they'll enjoy it. Um, essentially, quick synopsis, it's about these girls that love the game. And by the game, I mean being able to go around, see with whoever they want. Blah, right, blah, right, blah. right. Got you. Got you. One girl gets out of the game because she finds somebody that she um, genuinely wants to be with. She falls for him, but she finds herself missing the game. Mm, and I'll leave okay. it at that. And I'll I'll leave it right at that. She like she's into the game. She finds somebody that she wants to spend the rest of her life with. Mm-hmm. Then she finds herself missing out and missing the game. So I'll leave that there. Interesting. I'm a, I'm a check. I'm a check for it. I'm a check for it. That's on. That's on Netflix. Uh, if you don't like it, let me know. Trust me, I'm not Christian when it comes to the shows and movies. So I'm, I'm I got a pretty good <laughs> track record when it comes to recommendations. But yeah, oh, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna I'm definitely I'm gonna definitely check it out for sure. Based off your recommendation alone, I'm gonna give it a spin. 
I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, my brother, I thank you again for coming up here. Um, love, bro. Here. Love always, invite. man. I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate you looking for me, man. Thank you, man. Man, I want y'all to get your excuses ready. Uh, that's never going to change. You always going to need an excuse to call out of work. Um, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not going to need no excuses, man. I'm never going to turn an invitation down to come up here with you. Um, you know, I love what you're doing. You know what I mean? I, I love your platform and love, bro. I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me, man. My brother, my brother. Next time, you already know. We're gonna talk. We're gonna have to talk about uh, the music and what you're getting into and your artists. But we're gonna save yeah, some conversation please, for the let's, next let's time. Let's do but, that. I, 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 I would love to have that conversation. We could definitely get yeah, into that. Let's do that. But my Whenever guy, ready, I appreciate you. Uh, love is love, man. Have a good one. My guy. Good night, bro. Chill.